You are now tuning into the Queen Collective Podcast with your host, Bree and JJ. Welcome to the Queen Collective Podcast, where you'll have real discussions with real women. We're your hosts. I'm Bree. And I'm JJ. Now let's get into this episode. Welcome back, Queens and Kings. We're back again with another episode. It is now officially June. It is officially June. <coughs> See, we're not starting off like that. Hello. <coughs> Good morning. You know, you know, you know, we always. Yes, it is officially June and we're we, we going to make it. We are definitely going to make it. I, I feel like it's a month of prosperity. It's going to be a month of uh, breaking chains. Yes, breakthroughs. Blessings. Breakthroughs. And abundance. Uh, <laughs> abundance. Claiming it all. We're claiming it all because this this is the, we are now in the second half of twenty. 21 how are you feeling about that Brianna? and that's honestly so crazy to me like we really are halfway through the year bro, we when i'm like bro <laughs> i don't know time just be flying sometimes i'd be looking back like i don't know what's going on but, <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay i'm still here persevering and shit no for but real. um i mean i'm glad we, we made it this far yeah it's um, a blessing because if you think about it like a year ago exactly to this time like we were definitely a completely different state as a country we were or wow. or globally to be honest like this was the very on the very early onset of the pandemic it was um getting out of quarantine and yeah. things like that yeah a lot of readjustments to life it was very it was it was look a lot of the beginning and ends of storms and all types of stuff. June was very much filled with trials and tribulations last year. And honestly, bro, I feel like that's how May was, to be honest. Uh, May this was, year? Like yeah. this past month? Yeah, I feel like yeah, May, May was, was kind of a lot. May was trials and tribulations. Of, I'm going to get into it with the bitch with short torsos on how I ended <laughs> off my May, but May was a lot. But I'm I'm excited for June. Something something got to give, bro. Yeah. Something is going to give, actually. Yeah, it's going to give. It's going to give. Speak this into existence. It's, it's, it's power and words. <laughs> it is. There is power in the name. <laughs> How was your past week, Brody? It was good. Um, I had a trip that's plain i was back in tulsa for the weekend and Uh-oh. um back one again. thing that was really really cool in greenwood um which is the black wall street yeah in tulsa yeah um for those who didn't know this was like the 100 years since the tulsa race massacre yeah um where a mob of white supremacists decided to destroy a whole town of affluent black people is this the black wall street mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. so um they threw a whole festival this past weekend um in greenwood and it, it was just really nice to see like so many people out um definitely like speaking up about the atrocities that the community has faced um because this is one of those things where it's like that was a chance of multi-generational wealth for a black community yeah. in the country. Like, like in the entire country at that time. Yeah. In 1921. So, like, it was just very upsetting, honestly, to hear. Yeah. Um, 
not that it's anything new. I mean, we're black in America. We 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 witnessed and unfortunately lived this shit our whole lives. But you know, when you're just finding out, because some people didn't know about the bro, I didn't know about that at all. Yeah, I mean, up until recently, it's kind of just been like hidden. Yeah. So, um, just seeing people like celebrating. Um, the fact that people are speaking up about it, they are pushing to it being like taught in schools and education and things like that. Um, it was nice. It was nice to experience. So I'm glad I got to do that. Um, Were and people also, speaking and things like that? Yes. Wow. So the the host of the festival, like it was Alfre Woodard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a famous auntie actress. Um, and then Jay Lewis, who plays Lawrence on Insecure. Oh, wow. Apparently they're from Tulsa. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, what? <laughs> okay. Because when that came out, I was like, "Oh, okay, y'all official, y'all official." official. But um, yeah, they had like musical performances. They've had um speakers. Like, um, there was a chief from the Cherokee Nation wow. that like spoke out about because Tulsa used to be, you know, yeah, Cherokee and Creek Nation. So like, you know, it it was just really nice to like experience and hear what everyone has to say um the topic of reparations was brought up multiple times i already know how i feel about that i just don't feel like black people should have to pay rent <laughs> I'm or pay to go to school or universities. Pay. honestly though i just feel like a lot of stuff in general is just human rights that we don't need to pay for like yeah. any of us at all <laughs> but that's another story another episode <laughs> but, um other than that like i i had a, a really fun time this past weekend also went out a few times had some drinks ate really good mm-hmm. um and i was in really good company so oh, yeah. that was good that was good how was your nice. weekend your was week me. yeah it wasn't like yours <laughs> <laughs> it was not like yours but you know what though when you have positive energy that that's good because everybody needs some positive in their life mine's just filled a lot of trials <laughs> Oh God! I said, I'm okay. All right. I'm looking at God like, all right. <laughs> I'm like, I get it. I don't know what's next. God forbid. See, that's my problem, bro. Every time I say that, yeah, stop. Sorry, rebuke it. I don't. Stop. I don't need to know what's next. What's now? <laughs> what's now happening? Present, present time. Mine's just filled with a little bit of tribulations, but at the same time, listen, listen. At the same time, I'm alive, bro. I cannot stress enough to, I'm going to say, I said in the last couple podcasts, I'm going to say it again, because I'm really speaking to myself. You really can't stress over stuff you can't control, bro. Yeah. I'm speaking to myself. I'm speaking to y'all if y'all need to hear it. Like, there might be something going on in your life that you just like, bro, what the heck? That you really can't do nothing about. Just do what you can do. And everything else, I mean. Yeah. No, that's, that's definitely true, because we find ourselves like reacting in the moment to like yeah. the bullshit because there be some real fucking bullshit that be going on yeah in life and you really be looking around like what the fuck <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you, <laughs> either way this you is sure? some bullshit either way like, no dead ass and you can really get caught up in just staying in that like that that place yeah so um it, it is good to remind yourselves like hey don't be stuck on stressing over shit that you really cannot control that's out of your control like and I honestly would say, like, a piece of advice, if you are, find something that you can stay grounded in. Something like, that centers you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, during that time. That way, like, when stuff is hitting the fan, you can focus on this. Like, 
Um, like today I was like a little bit annoyed. So I started dancing on the pole and started like listening to some music while I was dancing on the pole. Mm -hmm. And it really kind of used my mind a little bit. So if you can find something that you stay grounded to and things like that, like it, it, it doesn't last. Remember, like, I know people always say the good don't last, but the bad don't last either. Yeah. So that was my week. Listen, I am the martyr for do what you want to do to make you yourself happy. <laughs> as long as you're being safe and healthy. Be safe and healthy. <clears throat> make yourself happy and everything else going to fall into place. Period. Period. I'm ready for this game, though. We got yeah, this, game. this game. JJ. Yes, we got this game. And it is called More Than a Minute. So, in the game, the title of the game is kind of funny because sometimes you want less than a minute. Uh, so, what the game is, we are going to give each other each a word or multiple words or however you want to do it. We'll just say for um, this round, uh, each a word. And we're going to talk about that word for a minute. So, I can give Brie a word that makes no sense at all. But in her mind, she has to find a way to make it make sense and talk about it for a full minute oh god if you can't talk about it for a full minute <clears throat> i mean we lose but what the fuck is we losing we still bad bitches so i mean yeah. <laughs> you know we don't lose in life okay? we don't lose in life um but that's essentially what it is you can make up a word it can be a word about nonsense it can be a word that y'all both know it could be an inside joke but whatever it is the goal is to talk about it for a full minute without getting stumped okay you All ready, right. bro? Yeah, I think I am. Let, let, let me get the timer. Let me get okay. the timer ready. <laughs> what, what you using to get the timer ready? My spy kid watch. <laughs> bro, y'all be looking like spy kids with these watches on. They look cool, though. Like that, because doesn't that also check, like, your calorie intake and all that? Yeah. Like, calorie intake. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the best thing that uh, I really use my Apple like Watch walking. for is, like, working out and shit. Yeah, yeah, bro. I heard it's really good for that. Okay, I got, I got one. I got one. I got one. <clears throat> I'm gonna give you the word paper planes. Paper planes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright, we start. Okay. Alright, so I'm sitting in a classroom. Okay. You know, I'm reminiscing to the, the days that I was in class. Mm-hmm. And, you know, niggas was just sitting back there not doing shit, honestly. <laughs> um, just having a good time or whatever, not really paying attention to what's going on in the front. Yeah. And I remember there was this one kid that used to make these really nice paper planes. Okay. Like, I'm talking like like Air Force One, bitch. Like, oh, wow. I don't even know if that makes sense. But it did. <laughs> it did. It did. Like, there were really nice paper planes, and he would throw that bitch in the air. And it would literally, <laughs> like, pierce through the air past everybody. Okay. Um, and wherever pierce. he would aim, he would make his mark. <laughs> when he aimed, he don't miss. Don't miss. Period. Period. I don't know what that kid at today. We call him Mr. Paper Plane. Um, <laughs> 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 origami and shit. Like, bro, he would do all that too? Origami? Yeah, he would, like he used to be real quick with it too. We would time it and we'd be like, all right, how fast can you make this? And um, he'd be like, all right, go. We time it. <laughs> and then he'd be like, here, and then throw it. What? The uh, like, throw it? <laughs> like, you, you'd be looking for it. you thinking like the dude is done. After he don't pass and shit, and niggas forgot, and then all of a sudden you see a paper plane that fly by you, like bro, been, that shit was. It's a been good. a minute. Hey, good job. <laughs> I did. Good job, bitch. I'm scared because that was a pretty good story. Did yeah, you, you make you, that shit up? Yeah, I did. Right. I'll <laughs> just, just be talking, bro. Now I'm scared. Now <laughs> the fuck? Why I think of this game? The fuck wrong with me? All right. Um, your word. 
It's do the minute on your Apple Watch again. I am. <laughs> I, I am. Do that anyway. <laughs> um, your word is going to be magenta. Hell, oh, fuck. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Go. Okay, so cool, 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 cool. Listen, I have a lot of favorite colors. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, a few of my favorite colors. You know, we got red, white gold you know what i'm saying it's a very interesting color yeah yeah it's like it's like you know that uh, movie high school musical that that movie. oh yeah troy bolton and them gabriella <laughs> yeah Sharpay. yeah all them all them all them all them yeah. that was that's 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 they school colors but then i stumbled upon this a color called magenta yeah and so what's that what's with that the about? color uh to be honest uh i don't really know what color that is i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i'm not gonna lie I know. I'm not gonna lie. Magenta sound like a lavender, but I could be fucking wrong. Okay. Magenta could either be a lavender or a purple. Maybe it's a green. Maybe it's a blue. But we gonna figure it out. We gonna figure it out. Maybe, um, maybe if you say some more, it might come to you. Maybe I think actually magenta. <laughs> magenta. 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 What's going on? What's going on in the world? No, for real. What the fuck is going on in Texas? Bro, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? Greg fucking Abbott. The fuck wrong with you? Yo, what I'm confused about is all these bills he's passing. But if you notice, every bill he passes is in the dead of fucking night. It's in the we middle wake of the night. Up to yeah. It. Cause niggas said, uh, yeah, let's let's do this shit so niggas don't really be paying attention. Yeah. They and that's what's very frightening. Us. What are some of the bills that he's passed recently that had you like, what the fuck? Um, the major one is banning abortions after six week marks. And the craziest part about this is that most women, there's four weeks in a month. Yeah. Most women, you don't even know that you're late on your period until after that month. So you get a two week window, bitch, before you can decide what the fuck is going on. Correct. Before you can make a... Like, your choice is basically gone at that point. Yeah. And I'm like... The craziest part is... The people that are, like, pro-life and all this shit. I'm like, are y'all really pro-life? Because here's the thing. There's hella kids in the childcare system. Mm-hmm. There's kids locked up in cages and shit. Right. There's kids that die every fucking day. That you could, you could do something for, but you don't. Stop saying what it is. Oof. Stop saying that shit, bro. Stop saying that shit and say what it really is. You just hate women. <laughs> you just hate women and you yeah. ain't giving them a fucking choice because i i was seeing that like they were trying to make a revision to it as well that um depending on the father of the child and stuff like that like the woman could get a death penalty if she goes through with an abortion depending on certain cases and i'm like so we're gonna prove how pro-life we are by taking more life so since you took a the life, don't take a life. Like the jokes write them fucking the selves. Write them fucking selves. And then then he wanted to make it wanted to make it known that he don't give a fuck about rape victims either because he literally said um, for rape victims like you're not immune. Yeah. And I in my head I was like, why would you specifically point out rape? Like what's wrong with you, bro? And let me tell y'all something. I'm not the type of person that talks about anybody's um, 
health or anything. But like, so Greg Abbott's in a wheelchair. Like that's what we we we've always known. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like he feels so confined that he just wants to act like he has all this fucking power and just ruin other people's lives. Like, a lot of people have been saying this nigga has wheelchair syndrome. Like, (laughs) no, dead ass. No, I'm laughing because no, for real. Because, like, this nigga's, like, if you think about it, like, okay, so everybody, everybody, like, has a a certain set in their mind space where they, like, okay, I have a certain amount of freedom. This yeah. nigga technically don't have any physically is any physical freedom. I'm just saying none but facts here. I'm not making fun of the guy or anything. Yeah, he's, and I, he's disabled. He's disabled, and I really feel like that makes him make certain rash decisions to make people um, realize like I still have power. Like a lot of men, like that's, when that's they get, not so like yeah. um, off put. Like yeah, what saying like it, it does make sense if he has some type of psychological. Uh, reasoning behind the shit that he does in regards to like gaining power and control and things like that because he can't because he lo- he lacks a certain power and control in his own personal life girl cause, that's sick though because that's one thing <laughs> side note that's one thing about men that feel like they lack some type of like power or control they try to take it yeah and take things from other people they do so that makes sense he, girl he, at this because at this point i'm like this nigga trying to kill us i've been trying to say this for a whole fucking year because didn't he also pass a law about um like lighter gun restrictions lighter gun restrictions to where it's not as extensive or long of like the background checks and things like that um and he also has passed to where you don't have to have a license to carry even no, though there are God. some qualifications you still have to meet um because i feel like a, a lot of people just kind of took that and was like oh yeah mm-hmm. but it's like no read the read the the guidelines like there's still like some qualifications you have to meet there's still like a class you gotta take gotta be 21 and up and all that shit but at the same time i feel like that still gives some people to be like okay i can still do what i want though yeah because greg abbott whenever you lighten any shit up people like to take that and run run with it. it no for real like what he also passed another bill with the fucking alcohol what the fuck Like, he passed the bill. First of all, in my head, I was like, I mean, a lot of restaurants is already doing this anyway. But he was saying um, you could take alcohol to go and stuff like that. But at the same time, with this specific bill, again, when people see that there's some type of lightning to a restriction, they will take it and run a mile with it. Now, I have a fear that we are going to see more drunk drivers on the road. Yeah. That's like a huge fear of mine. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, because... At night, let me tell you something. In Dallas, at night on seventy five, people coming back from Deep Ellum, people be driving. Crazy. No, they really do. Like people actually do be on the roads, drunk as fuck. And I'm like, what the hell? I've seen that shit before when I was driving on a highway at night, niggas swerving and shit. And I said, Mm-mm. bro. And also, um, cause there's also been an influx of eighteen wheelers doing that shit, and I don't know what the fuck going on with that. Cause y'all motherfuckers big. Mm-mm. Not yeah. that they pulled over the eighteen wheeler man. He had a big ass bottle of uh, 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 <laughs> cognac in the oh, cup holder. I said, "What the fuck?" This nigga was trying to commit suicide and take niggas with him. What the fuck? Cause like niggas who oh. an eighteen wheeler. Oh god! At this point, throw it away, bitch. Throw it away. That's not the only law he has passed. Let me tell you something. This nigga's passing laws. He's left been throwing shit him. left and right because he knows niggas about to try to vote him the fuck out. He knows. The fuck out. He also passed a law in the dead of night. In the dead of night. 
that restricted Texas schools from talking about racism. In yes. The dead of night. In the yes. dead of night. He definitely did. He definitely did. Because I'm like, first of all, we already don't talk enough about the shit anyways. So you're just trying to get rid of it all together. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading about that and like some of the reasoning that the people used, they were like, oh, it's because this may make some students uncomfortable uh, whenever discussing this and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay. Imagine the kids, Imagine the kids that actually live and experience it. racism every fucking day. Every day. But you want to make shit easier to Sally Sue. And her mama make her feel good. But you know what is stupid to me about this? What are y'all going to do? Because just because you took it out of the schools don't mean it's getting taken out of the world. No, period. <laughs> like, like, like we just said earlier about the Tulsa race massacres, most people don't even know about that shit. Yeah. But they still found out. They still found out. So what's going to happen when Sally come to class one day and be like, um... My next door neighbor like got swung slung on the ground and he was just chilling on his own house. Like, what's that about? And he's black. Like, what does that mean? What the teacher gonna be like? Oh, we can't talk about it here. Like, what the fuck? Because if I was a teacher, I'd be like, fuck all that. I'm still talking. But damn, they probably will make you lose your job. They probably will. That's actually really sad uh, because one way or another, our kids are gonna find out. <laughs> they really are trying to white rush white wash history even more and that's crazy and that's crazy that's really sad i mean he also passed a law (laughs) that said um you can't work at the strip clubs if you um not 21 or over and in my head i was like bitches lost their jobs in my head i was like i thought that was already a rule i didn't know that was no you you could be 18 you have to be at least 18 to work so this also this makes point. me think about the niggas who go to the strip club to see these 18-year-olds just pull off their clothes. Because there definitely was some that would go with their predatory asses. Because imagine the 16-year-olds who had a fake ID that was 18. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Because a lot of these clubs don't do fingerprinting. Mm. So that's... Oh, God. Oh, God. Listen, Greg. Um, yeah, he also tried to pass some shit um, adding more restrictions to voting laws. Oh my god, bro! But either I'm like, either way, you're not stopping he's us, doing, bro. We're voting you to fuck out. He's doing this all in a two week time span. I know he's his. No ass- shit is coming left and right. Literally, like you said, this shit be happening over fucking night. So you wake up to this shit like, damn, <laughs> bro. What this, the fuck is next? He's sweating. He's sweating, bro. He's sweating right now because we he know we about to get his ass out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> You've been sitting in that seat way too fucking long. Get the fuck out. Take several motherfucking seats. Take several motherfucking including seats. Including the one you already in, bitch. Ooh, Jesus, with your miserable ass. That's what, that's what I was talking to my mom about. She was like, he, that man is miserable. He's miserable in real life. And I wonder if he has a wife. I wonder if his wife just be looking at him like, what the fuck is you doing, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is you doing? Why are you arguing with her, Amanda? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you said uh, you're not here to pretend to be remorseful. Of course not. Why would I do that? Are you remorseful? Not at all. Why? Why would I be? Well, I, why why did this man deserve to die? You you, you claimed he was a snitch. Well, what proof do you have of that? He told me he was a snitch. He told you. On many occasions. You know, uh, it's I took him to my house. Walked him down the street. I don't know why the media acts like you couldn't walk. He walked very well. Walked him upstairs. Killed him. No, I don't know any of that. Do you believe him? Do you think he really was a snitch? Oops, if he wasn't. 
All right, y'all. So y'all just heard a snippet. We finna we finna dive in. But before we dive in, we want to let y'all know this is the first episode for the entire month of June. We're having our true crime series. So yes, yes. So every single episode of this month is going to deal with um, either murder, serial killers, occult cults. fucking near-death experiences y'all requested this all of it the, the entire month because entire we month. we love some true crime over here we but do. true crime we love real quick what, what's one of your do you have like a somebody that you watch that's like one of your favorite true crimers do you watch listen to any true crime podcast or anything um i listen to quite a few first of all law and order from the fucking childhood <laughs> like, svu yes doom 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 Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf, my nigga. Shit, we grew up on that. No, for real. But yeah, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. Um I be in them Reddit threads. Oh God! Let's not meet. We gonna, we gonna talk talk about that a little that later. That shit's fucking crazy. Um, and then also I stay watching documentaries about serial killers and shit. Yeah. What you about t- you? You the type bitch that that be going to sleep on that shit. And I just be like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> not looks so away. Then I just be looking like God. Honestly, bro, with this topic that we talking about, so I like um. Like, obviously, Law & Order SVU, but there's a specific um, mukbanger that I watch. Her name's Stephanie... I think you pronounce her last name as Sue. Stephanie Sue. It's S-O-O. Okay. She's fucking great. She has, like, um, a YouTube channel where she does true crime, but she also has a podcast, too. I think the podcast is called, like, Rotten Mango or something like that. Oh, okay. It's very, very interesting. She dives in, but Stephanie... I don't know if I can do what she do. She, like, takes, like... <sighs> She, no, I watched yeah. a couple of her videos. She, she really be going the- in and then be smacking on some food while doing it. <laughs> she be like, yeah, y'all, y'all know like dinner with the movie. She be doing like dinner with some murder. Yeah, but it's real interesting, bro. And I just be like, some of the shit she's talking about, I be like, what the fuck? I ain't never heard that before. So I'm really excited for us to um to talk about it. I definitely am. I'm super excited. Um, But yes, today, 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 we are talking about one of the most infamous um she wasn't technically a serial killer because they couldn't really find the evidence for all the other killings that she claimed that she did but um she was infamous for this one specific murder because of how intense and torture it was and how she had no type of remorse for it and her name is angela fucking simpson let me tell y'all something. The reason why I picked her for like the first go around is because on TikTok, one of her clips, and it's like what y'all just heard, she's super famous for just not giving a fuck about what she did. <laughs> like at no. all. Like looking like if y'all watch the interviews, it's actually kind of scary. Like, no, like definitely. And and I'm glad that this is like 
actually depicted because I feel like this is how psychopaths really are in life. Like they're very intelligent people. Exactly. And they do wrong like and horrible things to people. Exactly. And they don't feel any type of way about it because in their minds it's a sound and rational decision. Exactly, like, exactly. Th- th- there is no feeling towards it. It's just is what it is. Exactly. And exactly. you know, like in movies and stuff, it's always like serial killers and stuff are depicted as people that be like killing and laughing and happy about the shit, but it's like no i think in real life niggas just don't care like there's no feeling to it and that's really what it is like they don't go on a a maniac rage and just be like haha i've killed everyone no they literally be like all right what's next i'm gonna go eat some food now like these niggas go eat food after disembodying a nigga like that's just normal everyday functioning period oh god and 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 that's what we found out with Angela Simpson. So Angela Simpson, she is an African American woman, mm-hmm. and the reason why I wanted to talk about her race because it does come into play at some point in the story. So she, um, the the interesting thing about Angela Simpson, we like no matter where you research, you can't find that much about her childhood. Yeah, like you cannot find that much about how she was raised. She only lightly talked about her childhood in the interview when they were interviewing her about the murder that she committed Mm -hmm. and what she stated was um because the interviewer was like oh you know you claim to be that you have some type of mental illness or things like that and then she kind of brushed it off and was like i mean i went through a little i went through um some mental issues you know growing up and things like that so i would claim that i had that yes i guess but she she made made it a point to say like that don't mean nothing on why I killed the person that I killed. And she made it a point to say that she didn't need sympathy from that either. So no, yeah, I just she was want- definitely like, don't feel bad for me. Yeah, she I was definitely like, like, don't feel bad for me. So the crime was committed. Um, it was in 2009. And it was in Phoenix. I want to say it was like early April. Um, what happened was Angela Simpson was talking to this uh, man. He was a white male. Again, I'm saying race because it does come into play. Mm -hmm. He was a white male who was um, in a wheelchair. And um, during the conversations that they would have, they would have multiple, allegedly, allegedly they would have multiple conversations. And in each of those conversations, he would brag to Angela about how he would snitch on people and get them incarcerated he constantly talked about um incarcerating people um and 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 that's that's dry snitching and being and being (laughs) that's very key and being an informant Mm -hmm. even though it was debunked later on that he was ever an informant for phoenix pd i mean again we don't know he could have been an informant from somewhere else I don't think I don't think everything was made up, bro. Like, I don't think she just thought that he was an informant. Like he had to have kept telling her something for yeah. her to strictly say, you know, what she did to him. So he kept saying that she was a snitch, he was a snitch and just was basically bragging about locking people up and taking away people's freedom. Yeah. So Angela Simpson being the psychotic person that she is, um, she definitely took that and ran with it, and she proceeded to uh, devise a plan to where she was going to kill and torture this man for three full days. Premeditated. Premeditated. Yeah, premeditated. So what she did, um, he was also in like an assisted living care. So that, that's also I wanted to bring that up because this man, like, he actually couldn't walk. Like he couldn't get it. Like it wasn't fake. He literally. Was yeah, didn't they say he was, he was like in one of those like automatic chairs? Yeah. He was definitely disabled. This nigga rolled out. Yeah. She promised him sex and drugs. I don't even understand. If he's in an assisted facility, why, where were the the nurses? Like, and where not that the- that's what had him leave. <laughs> I 
oh, oh, you trying to party. Yeah. Let me get my old ass out of here. Let yeah. Me, let me stop joking. It's yeah. Really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not going to say his full name. We'll just call him by his last name, Neely. So this is what happened. She lured him to the apartment. She killed and tortured him for three days. So in the torturing, she stabbed him at least 50 times. She hammered a nail into his skull. She she disembodied him. She pulled out his teeth while he was and made him watch. He she made him watch her pull out his own teeth in a mirror so he could see that this is what snitches deserve. Yeah, that's torture. Yeah. And then all over like progressively over three days. Three days. And then she proceeded to um, get a cable cord. You know, like mm-hmm. those little cable cords that you connect to, like, you know, your Wi-Fi or anything like that. Like, those long-ass cable cords. Wrap it around his neck. Choke him. Strangulation. So, in the list of torturing, you have disembodiment, strangulation, um, stabbing, um, uh, pulling out the teeth. Mm-hmm. And the nail in the head. And the nail in the head. That's what all the autopsy showed. It showed all of that damage. Three full days. Then, after she was done, she put his... The pieces that was left of him in a trash can and burned it. She did have help from a couple of accomplices, but um, at the time, her accomplices, you know, in order to get you a lighter sentence, they start snitching. People start. And I mean, the whole point was that she was killing a snitch, so she's not snitching. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the whole premise. That like, was the whole premise. That was the whole premise. So she ain't snitching on nobody. She said, I definitely did it alone, totally alone. Oh God! And and um, the only person who, the only other person who got arrested, uh, was the guy who helped her actually burn the body. Mm-hmm. Um, so so what happened was somebody um saw a trash can on fire. What the fuck, y'all? Didn't they say it was in the back of a church too? Yes. I said, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> because what? Bro. They, they, someone said, why that trash can on fire? Why it smell like that? Said, well, what's that smell? Imagine. Oh my God. Imagine. Niggas walking out of Bible study. Smelling burning flesh. Oh God. So mind you, mind you. So now they're, now when Phoenix police, Phoenix police department gets a call about this, they're like, oh shit, let's do some investigation. Cause this sounds real crazy. Mind you, at this point, Angela Simpson was already in jail um, for committing a robbery. So, so now that she finished this fucking murder and torturing, I said, "All right, let me yeah, get to this. yeah," and get they the and got placed in jail. So while in jail, they asked her about it, um, about the crime specifically, because they knew that she had some type of other like whether it was uh, threatening people, threatening to kill people. I honestly feel like they just wanted to point at the black woman, but we ain't going to get into that. Mm. So they asked her about it. Um, and also some witnesses came in, you know, talking about he left with this person. He, he left because he left the facility because, again, assisted living facilities have cameras everywhere. Yeah. I just feel like if she was going to do this, y'all, I'm not a murderer, but I feel like if she was going to do this, I feel like some more thought should have went into it. But I don't think she cared about getting caught either, though. <laughs> well, she she didn't. Yeah, she like... She said she wants to see her family. <laughs> but we won't get into that in a bit. Yeah, because <laughs> that's exactly what she said. So, now, they done found her. Because once, once they told her, once they said, you know, was this you? She was very compliant and said, yeah, 
I killed him. It was definitely me. So then, you know, the court proceedings happened. Mm-hmm. In court, she showed no remorse. Again, not just in the interview, like the whole time throughout these proceedings, she showed no remorse. And they were talking to her and they were like, um, you know, why did you hold a mirror up to him? This was in court. And then that's when she was like, snitches need to see what, you know, they deserve. Imagine, imagine somebody holding up a mirror to you while they're torturing you. Oh, God. She would have had to nail my eyes open because I would be like, no, and close my eyes. <laughs> yeah, like, no. Just imagine, oh, my God, because, you know, one, and one side note that I want to have is that um, when somebody's getting tortured, I had, um, remember Stephanie talking about this. When somebody's getting tortured, um, <laughs> they have a specific scream. It's not like a natural scream. Like, you know how when we scream, we get scared. We're like, ah, ah. Like, you know, like we, that's how we feel. They're screaming like, it's like a, a ear piercing screaming where you like start to try, like you start to cry. Well, that's it's a different thing type too. of scream. So, because again, he was being tortured. So this nigga had to have been screaming. If she was pulling his teeth out, I mean, there was nothing in his mouth blocking him from screaming. And they were in an apartment. So it, this was over the course of three days. Where was everybody else? I mean, I guess niggas was like, Mm-mm, we know not to mess with this woman next door. Yeah. I mean, it's also like bystander effect, too. Because what, what would you do if, like, God forbid. just right now someone just started screaming crazy next door? I mean, I'm calling the cops. But I pray to God they don't find out that it's me. Because <laughs> I'm not trying to die, bro. That's my only concern. Like, if you call to help someone, you could possibly die. But at the same time, bro, you could be saving somebody's life. Because what if she's, what if somebody's screaming next door because, like, their person is beating the shit out of them. Like, their significant other is beating the shit out of them. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Oh, God. So, I don't know what the fuck was going on with with screaming and why they wouldn't help that nigga at all. Um, So, in the court proceeding, they were like, okay, you have no remorse. We want to sentence you to a natural, they gave her a sentence and it was called natural life. So, a natural life sentence. Yeah. A full natural life sentence. Plus a few extra years because of some unrelated charges. Mm-hmm. So they uh, locked her up. <laughs> she definitely didn't care. So now the reason why she went viral, not just because of the uh, 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 torturing thing, because back then, because this happened around 2009 and uh, the trial and all that didn't happen uh till 2012 so back then it was it was kind of unheard of for women to commit these type of heinous crimes Mm -hmm. so that was another reason why this case got so much like clout um so then we go into the interview (laughs) oh jesus christ so a lot of people wanted to interview her because they were like this is like a fucking anomaly like she she did this to to a man who was yeah. in a wheelchair and had no remorse. Like, in the proceedings, she was like, whatever, whatever the fuck, I don't care. So they started doing the interview. Okay, first thing I want to point out in the interview again, she didn't give a fuck. Second thing I want to point out, the guy asked her, um, so, you know, you believe that he was a snitch, and she said, oops, if he wasn't. So, she said oops if he wasn't as if even if he wasn't a snitch he shouldn't have been talking about a snitch talking about being a snitch and that's when he was like because anybody can talk about being a snitch and they could just be lying they could just be yanking your coattails and she was just like oh well and then she like laughed it off and was like no i believe that he was a snitch 
That's why I did it. And I feel like then she proceeded to say, I feel like snitches and child molesters all should get what they deserve, and that's to die. <laughs> and she was dead ass. She meant every single word. Yeah. And my thing is, and whenever she was talking about, because one thing that she brought up was she didn't like how the media was proclaiming her to be some type of lady who didn't give a fuck that he was in a wheelchair and stuff. Because she then proceeded to say, I kid you not, and I quote, I don't know why the media act like he couldn't walk. The fucker could walk just fine. And I don't, and this is where I say this mental, the mental illness kicks in. Because I'm like, when did he walk, Angela? <laughs> when did he get up out of his chair? I mean, maybe it happened over the course of the three days she was torturing him. Maybe she was like, I'll stop if you walk. Ho. And then that nigga walked and she said, you lying. <laughs> and this, <laughs> Why are we laughing? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Bro, because I'm like, cause it, I'm, and it's like, we're not laughing because it's funny. We're laughing because this shit is so fucking crazy. This bitch said the fucker could walk just fine. No, bitch. You pushed him out that chair and he crawled a little bit and you thought that was walking. That's what the fuck happened. Mm-hmm. That's what the fuck happened. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck was going on with that. So then she was like, yeah, I don't like how the media was portraying me. Um, and, and then she starts, she, she, she seems a little bit self-righteous, like in the interview, as if like she was a martyr for everybody who was ever snitched on, even though what she did possibly wasn't to an actual snitch. Because, again, Phoenix Police Department did come out and say he was not a snitch for them. He was not an informant for them. So it was kind of like, I wish, I, I wish it wouldn't have happened. I don't wish murder on anybody, but I wish she would have done more research. And it would have made more sense if she would have killed an actual snitch that she had evidence on was being a snitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the only time where I'm like, now it's just making it seem like you just was out of a blind rage. But then that's another thing, too, because, like, when I watched that interview, the one where, like, that clip that she did go viral for. Yeah. Um, and a part of that interview, whenever, like, the interview was asking her questions about the man that she killed, um, she called herself the N-word with a hard ER. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever he was like, was race a factor? And she was just like, yeah, of course. And yeah. a part of me is just kind of like, okay... So what if he was calling her the N-word with a hard ER? And what if he was bragging about a lot of N-words with the hard ERs and going to jail because of him? Maybe he was. Like, maybe that that's what it was. Because mm-hmm. and- she definitely followed up and said, because I, I definitely wouldn't kill a black person. Yeah, she did. Because um, whenever they were talking about her accomplices snitching on her and what they would do, she was like, I would never kill another black person. She said, I would never do that. And in my head, I'm like, okay. Because whenever he was like, do you think everything is racially motivated? And she was like, of course. I said, hey. She's not lying, though. Yeah. In general, but. There, uh, she's she's not. A lot of the stuff she was saying made a lot of sense. Like, I understand. And, and that was the part that I feel like a lot of people are kind of, like, intrigued or drawn to this case. Because in her interview, like, she was very intelligent. Like, very every question she asked, she it was calculated like she thought about what she was saying as she was saying it Mm -hmm. like when they were asking her like did you show any more remorse or did you want any sympathy she was like no i don't want any sympathy in fact they should have gave me the death penalty yeah and i was gonna get into that because they definitely uh, he said is there any uh do you feel like the proceedings or the court proceedings was fair and she was like no i don't feel like they were fair he said 
on she like it was fair and she was like well they should have gave me the death penalty and i feel like the interviewer at that point was like give me the fuck out the room with this bitch <laughs> she doing a lot because she was like and then that's when she brought up which I, I don't like when people do this but this is when she brought up god and she was like i believe you know eye for an eye if someone uh gets killed or someone somebody else has to die i feel like that's what god would want and i don't really like that she said i was that like Listen, she had me intrigued until she said that. Because I hate when people bring in, like, God or the devil in any type of crime. Even if it wasn't like, oh, God told her to do it. She still brought up God. And I was just like, let's completely take morals out of this. Because you didn't have any when you committed the crime. Mm-hmm. Let's just, <laughs> let's take the morals out of it. <laughs> let's leave Jesus on the dashboard real quick. Because when you committed the crime... Because even if he called her all these N-words, even if he said all this, even if she had all these mental illnesses, as she said herself, she was very mentally aware and very, uh, uh, she knew what she was capable of and she knew what she was doing. Mm -hmm. So I want you to push all that moral stuff, morality to the side. So I agree uh, that they, but I don't, I don't, me personally, I might get a lot of backlash for this, but I don't believe in a death penalty. I don't. I know, I know. No, I, could, I mean... Because a lot of people are like, what if someone who, like, sits there... Because, for example, with um, Angela, he asked her, um, would you ever kill again? And she was like, if the opportunity arises, I hope so. Oh, God. When I heard her say that, I was like... And then he was like... Don't so let her find those snitches in jail. And Exactly. And then, But you know what? And then that's when she was um, talking about, like... Cause he, cause that's when he was like, you know, we don't see a lot of women doing this, like, you know, committing murders. And she was like, that's very unfortunate. And he was like, what do you mean? She was like, equal opportunity, man. And I was Bro, just she like, she started cracking jokes at one point. I said, this is really crazy. <laughs> I know the interview, the interviewer at that point, cause it was like a switch. The whole very beginning, it was very serious. She was just answering, mm-hmm. and then towards the end, she started cracking jokes and being sarcastic and shit. Mm-hmm. And I know that interviewer was in his head, like, "What the fuck?" You know what though? I do feel like the interviewer striked a nerve when he tried to bring up her children, cause she like, she yeah. was like, "I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about my children." This this woman has children. Mm-hmm. That's another reason why I was just like, cause he definitely tried to ask her. So like, what about your kids? Do you, do you think this is a lesson to them? And she was definitely like, next question. Yeah. <laughs> next question. Shut that shit down. Good. No, for real. Next fucking question. She was like, I don't want to talk about... I don't talk about my kids at all. And he was like, okay, I don't want to make y'all right. She's like, no, I understand. But next question. Before it be you this time. Because mm. she was definitely sitting shaking. there. Okay, because was, she was definitely sitting there with her hands cupped in her, in her laps like this. No, because at one point they were zoomed in on her face and they zoomed out. <laughs> zoomed out and showed her in her prison jumpsuit <laughs> and they was like this is what she wearing because she did commit this crime they were like yeah let us remind y'all yeah she ain't she ain't no uh uh, uh superwoman out here doing all this stuff but you know what hey man listen i feel like again there's a reason for everything and we don't really know what that man said to her we don't know. I mean, we can only know what was alleged and what was put in the articles. But either way, like, no one deserves to be tortured yeah. and killed like that. They really don't. They don't. She tortured this man for three full days. How many hours is that? 24, 48, 72 hours. 72 hours, quick bro. Mass. Qu- quick mass. Quick mass. Quick mass. And so, 
you know, and that's when, again, because he was bringing up the children, he also brought up her childhood, and he was like, do you think people who commit crimes, which is, and I want to ask you this question, because he asked her, like, do you think, you know, because your childhood, this is what happened again, she was like, no, I don't want that to be related to why I did this. I did this, and I knew I did this, and I don't need sympathy for it. In fact, um, you know, with that, because with the follow-up question, he was like, um, is there anything you would change? And she was like, no, because in fact, um, if I could go back and do it again, I would want him to stay alive for a full week. Oh, God. So she could torture him for a full week. So part of me was like, three days, 72 hours. That means she had to have slept. Yeah. She had to take breaks to eat because that's exhaustion. Exhaustion, yeah. That's a lot of extraneous activity. Yeah. Mm. I don't think so. You mean to tell me this man's sitting here bleeding with no she... teeth and she was just chilling in the house? I think during the murder, I don't think she did the murder alone. I really don't. There's no fucking way. I I think they like they cause dismembering other... a person, like cutting a person's limbs and stuff. That's yeah. that's a lie. Yeah, because they caught one of the um accomplices like with actually like getting rid of the body and stuff but i think he was helping her actually torture him i do not think she was doing that by herself because when he asked her was there anybody else involved she like immediately was like no and he was just like looking at her like you ain't a snitch we understand but i feel like there was other people involved there had to have been you really think one person well i don't know man that man was in a wheelchair, but what if she had to lift him though? Cause that's dead weight. Cause that's, and I'm like, what type of apartment was this? How she get? Did they have to go upstairs? Yeah. Like these are questions oh. I'm asking. Like these are questions. Yeah, because I'm just like, I don't know. She had no remorse. I don't think she did it. Do you think she did it alone, bro? I don't think she did it alone. I think some of it she probably did, but I definitely think she had help with something. With something. Yeah. She has to have help with luring the, the transport or, or something. Yeah. But she didn't snitch. She, she said she wasn't going to snitch. But otherwise, she was going to do it to her own self. At that and then point. the part where she was like, yeah, I got family in jail. I ain't afraid to go to jail. Yeah. I, I, I want to see my sisters. Yeah. Cause I they was were... like, so what they in jail for? Mm. Yeah. And so it's funny because when he was like, so these are your... Because those weren't her actual sisters. These are just friends she made in jail. And I didn't know that until, like, I was listening on to the interview. And he was like, you mean, like, your friends you made in jail, right? And she was like, yeah. And then she was like, I hope it's better than the cell that they got me in now. Because this is horrible. But, yeah. When I get over there, hopefully it gets better. And in my head, I'm like, bitch, what the fuck? When does jail get better? <laughs> what prison. Makes, what makes You're not you going to jail, bitch. You You're going to prison. Like, it's not, you're not going to county. In my head, I'm like, what makes you think they're really going to sit here and put you with your niggas? Yeah, like. Because they finna transport you across the fucking country, probably. Alcatraz, or whatever the fuck. Oh, God. And then at the interview, uh, whenever they were, she was like, are we done? She got up, she was like, oh, man, that was golden. And then she started laughing, and she was like, "Make please make this look good, okay? And she was like, oh, no, you're still recording me. Are you going to put this at the end? Ha, ha, And then, like, whenever she was, I was just like, bitch. She was like, yeah, this is going to be wicked. I was she was like, like, this is going to be, mm-hmm. I said, <laughs> I said, uh-uh. <laughs> no, wicked. <laughs> bitch. I said, what the fuck? But, yeah, um, but it brings me to a takeaway question that I had whenever he was talking about, um, 
you know, childhood and, like, people having a different childhood and that, like, playing a part in the decisions that they make when they're older. And the question is that I have for you and our audience, really, um, if y'all, you know, just want to answer this to y'all selves or whatever y'all want to do, leave a voice recording, leave a review and answer it, whatever y'all want to do. But the question I want everybody to take home with them is, do you feel that the way a person grows up or their childhood or the environment that they grow up in, anything like that, um, has any adverse effects on who they are as an adult? Like, do you think because the serial killers that we know or the the male rapists or female rapists that we know because they were raped earlier that's why they became that way and also if that's the case do you feel more sympathy for them because of their childhood okay it's a loaded question it is um and i'm about to give a loaded answer so (laughs) the psychologist in me wants to say okay yes there are some correlations to your childhood that follows you into your adulthood, your behaviors, yeah. you know, the decisions that you make, the walk yeah. of life, quote unquote, that you would take. And so a part of me wants to say, yes, mm-hmm. that may tie into it. But the part of me that wants to disagree is based off of whenever people talk about like famous serial killers who were put into prison after killing a bunch of people or serial rapists and stuff like that and ask them about their past and their childhoods and and try to bring up like mental illness and abuse and things like that that they experienced to try to kind of like make sense of why did they do what they did i feel like it takes away from the actual crime that they committed because i feel like a lot of people are trying to figure out why yeah like, why would you do that instead of just focusing on they did it they did this yeah like there are a lot of things that happen to you in life a lot of fucked up shit but not everyone turns out to be a, a serial killer not everyone turns out to be a torturous murderer and not yeah. everyone turns out to be a rapist yeah. so i feel like it takes away from the actual crime that those people commit yeah and it's almost like an excuse yeah because when people go like the mental health route they're like oh well this makes sense because xyz and And it's like not every mental like not every person that deals with mental illness again that doesn't necessarily means they're gonna go out on a killing spree i just feel like it's it's just not enough it's not enough so it's a yes and a no for yeah. me to be honest to break it down simply like it's a yes and a no yeah and honestly that's why i'm kind of glad that she brought up like how her childhood did not have any adverse effect or reaction on why she did what she did mm-hmm. she specifically did it to yeah. do yeah because i feel like another thing too like whenever people talk about like a lot of famous serial killers like charles manson mm-hmm. and like all them niggas people do want to get like those backstories to try to find like sympathy or something like that for these people and i'm just like why yeah like why why do y'all want to put like memories and childhood and innocence back into these people when they took that from others yeah like what's the point yeah i mean yeah it makes sense because it's like be- just because they had a bad childhood, they still took, like, so many people's children's lives from them. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
so he had a bad childhood. So now he took like all of my children out with him. Or the people who like do that, or they'll go on a killing spree and then kill themselves. Bro, that shit, man, that's a whole other topic. I feel like if you, if you, if you, if you, I feel like if you have any type of mental health and you want to off yourself, like, don't go and kill everyone else, bro. Especially people who had nothing to do with. Like when I think of like, like for example, mass school shooters. Mm-hmm. Or, like, niggas that'll go into a kindergarten classroom and shoot up grown-ass niggas, shoot up kids, and then kill themselves. What the fuck? Don't come at me with his childhood back story. He just killed 10 six-year-olds. Yeah, because, like, what's the point? What, like, th- that's what I'm saying. Like, why why are we looking into their they childhood? So I found it really interesting whenever Angela, like, every time people tried to say something, she was just like, no. Yeah. I don't want sympathy this is what i did let's focus on that yeah <laughs> and like that's literally all it was yeah and i feel like and more, I think more she, people need to be honest like that and i think she was really giving a lot of the niggas run for their money because they really wanted to make a story they wanted to make a case that yeah. she had that she was a mental case and yeah. she was just looking at them like nope they really wanted to make it seem like she was this crazy woman that went through uh, some unfortunate events in her past and this is what led her to this again i feel like these are just people that just want to find answers and get to a how than focusing on what the fuck happened. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's all that matters. She was definitely in all of them like, ain't nothing wrong with me, y'all. I might have went through a little bit of shit, but that did not affect what I yeah, wanted to do. she was definitely do. like, I was aware. She literally said I would do it again. <laughs> and no remorse. And she meant it. She said I would keep this nigga alive longer if I had one more chance. Crazy. That was crazy. Listen, that's only part one yes. of the true crime series. We hope y'all enjoy. Y'all better come back next week to see what the fuck else we're finna talk about. Because we, we diving in. We diving in. We, we going down. We know y'all like down the rabbit hole shit. <laughs> and we, we definitely diving in. One thing I will say, though, um, just a disclaimer. For anybody like diving into true crime and stuff like that and like wanting to know more about true crime and... and, and, and uh uh serial killers and things like that don't make it your life though like don't don't like because some people will dive in and they start becoming the articles and shit there's Mm -hmm. been so many cases where people will dive in a true crime series and they're just like i just want to see if i can commit a murder type shit Mm -hmm. so don't do that yeah no don't do that don't do that don't do that Where we at? Where we going? Where we going? Where we going? It's time for places to be and people to see. Bro, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. So, I um have a, a dinner spot, actually. This dinner spot's a little bit more expensive. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to hold y'all. Okay. Um, I mean, I didn't pay for it. Um, no, that's <laughs> so, right. So, make sure if you go into a dinner spot, whoever in the relationship pay for shit, pay for it. Um... <laughs> Okay, equal opportunity. Um, <laughs> oh, God. No, wait, hold on. Because that's what old girl said. That is what she said. Not like that, y'all. Let's, I'm talking about food. Let's lighten it up now. I'm <laughs> <laughs> talking about food. So there's this place called Arthur's. Arthur's. Mm. Um, and it's this really nice um, wine and dine restaurant. 
Um, it's a, it's with a lot of old white folk. I'm not gonna okay, lie. So you was getting wine and dined. Yes, it was. It was. It was really nice, and it's it's near. Um, it's in North Dallas. It's in far North Dallas. Just type in Arthur's. Um, they have you know what I'm saying steaks there. You know what I'm saying they got they got stuffed salmon. That's what I got. I got the salmon. The salmon okay. was bomb. Stuffed. Yeah. So apparently. Uh, and when he repeated back the order to me, I thought he said stuffed salmon. But when it, when it came back, it just looked like covered or smothered salmon. So I was like, this is crazy. I'm going to still eat it, though, because mm. I was hungry. And it, was, it tasted really, really, really good. That's good. They have also a lot of different nice drinks. Like, I tasted the, um, the peach martini with fizz. Was it a martini? I think it was a peach martini with fizz. It was really, really good. That shit. Okay. It was a glass, bitch. It was not even like how many ounces? How many ounces in a cup? Like eight? Mm-hmm. It was not even that much. It was like four. And I was drunk as fuck. I was like, what the fuck <laughs> going on with this? And then he came back and he was like, How'd you like the 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 drink? And I was like, We wild. <laughs> really really good that sounds nice it's 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 nice literally like we only saw older white people i didn't say i didn't see any other age range or race okay (laughs) so but we was treated really nice so i mean hey yeah our tours if y'all ever want to (laughs) go one and done you all right that sounds really nice um I'm going to give y'all a spot to check out if you're ever in Tulsa, Oklahoma, if I have any um, Oklahoma listeners. Ooh. So, downtown Tulsa, there's a sushi bar called mm-hmm. Yokozuna. Mm-hmm. Really, really nice. Um, we went there for dinner and drinks before um, a night out bar hopping. Ooh. And Don't while we were there, some really yummy sushi. Like, when I tell you... Mm. it was so fucking good I love that's, sushi. that's all we ate we just had the sushi um but they had other things on the menu very uh very elaborate menu like it was like <laughs> i was i was not like, expecting you don't really see that in, to um, be that many options yeah. yeah in like an asian fusion restaurant yeah so, um but really good sushi and then we got like one of those fish bowl drinks Ooh, um, and they had like a whole bunch of berries. It was very fruity, um, and I was drunk as fuck. Like we got halfway you through, we was like, mm, <laughs> and we're going out for more drinks after this. The mm. fuck, <laughs> and so, but it was really, really good. My and then neck. after that, um, the service was really nice. The vibes there were really, really cool. Were your um, eyes vibrating? <laughs> Yes, yes. So when I get drunk, my eyes be they be jiggling. And so yeah, my eyes were definitely jiggling. Um, I was enjoying the food and the atmosphere, the, the ambiance and the decor. And <laughs> our waiter was really cool. Um, he suggested like a dessert menu, mm-hmm. and they had also uh, it was like a banana split. Make but sit ooka like ooka like a tube. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but the banana split was like the ice cream was like. banana nut flavored or like like it wasn't vanilla ice cream we knew that for a fact and then they had like the chocolate fudge on there the bananas themselves were like like creme brulee like they were they had like a caramelized like hardened creme brulee topping on the bananas bitch and it had strawberries in it it was just 
It was so I'm coming. Yummy. I'm coming to Oklahoma for a week. And you're going to take me to all these places <laughs> you've been to. Yeah, yeah, y'all don't sleep. Like, there's, there's some really good spots. So, if you ever, again, in Tulsa, check out Yokozuna. Bitches with... Bitches with short torsos. So, what's... What's been happening, Jay? I'm tired, man. You sick and tired of being sick and tired? I'm sick of being sick. I'm fucking sick of it. I'm fucking sick of it. Get into the thick of it. Okay, into the thick of it. Bitch, it's getting thick. The air getting thick. Life getting thick out here, bitch. I'm getting thick. (laughs) Thick. I'm trying to laugh to keep from crying. Um, (laughs) So... Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's your girl JJ. I'm coming, you know, at y'all with the bitch with short torsos this time around. And you guessed it, most shit with the car. Oh, God. Let me tell y'all something. I don't know what the fuck going on. I'm not one to, like, talk about the year of my car, but I have a 2017 car. So mm-hmm. it's not like a fucking 2002 Honda Accord leaning on three and a half tires. Like, no, this shit, I got it shit from Carvana again. And it was a 2017 car. You know, everything's supposed to be good, bitch. Got it in 2020. Just three years old. It's just three. Goddamn. So, um, my battery went out, bro. So, here's what happened. Here's what happened. Um, I was driving and I had turned my car off because I had to go and run inside a store really quick. Came back out, tried to turn my car on, shit wouldn't turn on. <sighs> and when and and mind you, I was not in a good neighborhood. So in my head, I was like this. I was like, okay, this is not true. <laughs> so like in my head, I was like, I know this can't be happening to me because I'm way too cute. <laughs> like, oh god, this is not fucking true. I don't believe it. So I I turned my car. I well fuck, I didn't turn my car off because the shit just was off. Um, I, I put my key back to the starting position. Was like, hey, let's just try this again. I'm tripping. <laughs> Not I'm reverse, tripping. Because <laughs> you know that in my head, you know exactly how I was looking as soon as I turned that car. Yeah, off. I know you was like, <laughs> pause, pause. Okay, let's 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 try this again. Let's try this again. <laughs> what the fuck? And so I was like, okay, now my car is probably just not starting. Oh God, I turned it on and I heard. And I said, what the fuck, Nigi? Is you crazy? Not in this neighborhood, said the cat. (laughs) Not in this neighborhood. I cannot have my battery dead in this neighborhood. Oh, gosh. So in my head, I was like, okay. So I did a quick prayer. I said, God, come on, man. It's me. Fuck going on. Come on, man. It's me. It's me. I don't do nothing to nobody for real. Like, that's what I was thinking in my head. I was like, bro, why is all this happening to me and I don't do nothing to nobody for real? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't do nothing to nobody. I really mind my own business in life. Really, I be asleep most of the time. Like, minding my own business in life. Not saying shit. <laughs> and so I'm thinking, like, bro, like, is it because, like, I had dropped some trash somewhere and I didn't pick it up? Like, is this my karma? Like, what's going on? This is a, it's a fairly new car, bro. So... I said, I'm going to start try one more time. One more time. Maybe it's just me. Turned it on. I took the key out. Mind you, it was burning the fuck up outside. Mind you, it was burning the fuck up. 
And I'm going to keep saying that. It was burning the fuck up. <laughs> and I, I said, okay, maybe I'll have enough. Bitch, I barely had enough electricity life in the car to wind down the windows a little bit. Oh, God. Oh, God. People was passing by looking like, why, why what neighborhood you in? Where you from? What's your set, cuz? And I was just like, oh, God, I'm not any of that. So... <laughs> I just like this. I saw a girl walking with her dog, and I was like, Excuse me, excuse me, can you please, can you get somebody? Do you have a jump? My car is dead. She said, Okay, let me go see my dad can go and get you, and get you a, a start. I was like, Okay, cool. She come back. She was like, He coming right now. Actually, he in the shower's gonna take a few minutes, but he coming though. Bitch, an hour passes. I'm sweating at this point, it's fucking hot. Mm. Even if I were to be outside, I would be fucking sweating. I said, bro, what is going on? Then I see a pizza guy pull up. I see a pizza guy pull up, bro. Was Papa John's Pizza Hut? I think it was Pizza Hut. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the way it was set up, like, it was like, the store was like, like, next, right next to, like, an actual neighborhood, like an apartment complex type shit. The hut. Yeah, so, I was like, um, he, he, didn't, he didn't really understand that much English, but what he did understand, I was just thankful, because I was like... Can you please tell me like my I, my my car won't start? And he literally pointed to the hood. And he was like, "Hold on." He ran to his truck, got jumpers, started the bitch up, and he said, "Now start start the start the car." And then he like lifted up the hood and everything. Girl, he was <laughs> he was looking at everything. And then I, I started the car, bro, and the car started. I said, "Thank God." And he was like, "Yeah, your battery. You need to get that fixed." And I was like, "Okay." So mind you, you know, I don't really know that much about cars. I'm not going to hold you. So because at that point, I couldn't get it fixed at that time. So I was like, let me just go to my apartment. Let me just at least get somewhere safe. So the next day I come back out and then my car won't start again. So I call roadside assistance. Don't ask me why I didn't call them in the first place the first time. I completely forgot I had a roadside assistance. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I completely, I was, there was a lot going on and I was just like, bro, I'm stuck here. Even though I definitely had roadside assistance through Geico. 15 minutes or more can save you 15% or more of car insurance. Geico. (laughs) And so they came and he was like, all right, you're going to have to go to AutoZone. I was auto zone. They started talking about all these fees, bitch. Damn fees, bro. Because they be racking up. This auto zone. Bro. Y'all not even mechanics. <laughs> I went to auto zone. And then, but the, 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 they were talking about fees, but the guy was really sweet. He said, I'm going to just get your battery out. I'm going to trade it in and I'm going to take off $17. I said, 17 is, 17 is something, okay? And so, and then after that, he ran, um, you know, because they can plug up stuff to run to see if everything's good. Yeah. You know, like you were saying. Bree was actually helping me throughout this situation. Um, and um, he plugged it up, ran the battery, uh, the new battery was good. And then he also ran um, a wire on my alternator and stuff. And he said, um, before everything goes away, let me show you. And everything said pass. And I was like, thank God. And so, yeah, man. Um, I'm praying this is the end of it. <laughs> Cause I was fucking sick of it. This is all in the month of May. Yeah, we said it's June now, so all the tomfoolery needs to be left in the past. Left in the last Period. six months. <laughs> Period. Because this next half, when we we hoping and praying for better days, no for better real. and brighter days. No brighter day, brighter day, brighter day. He said, "Come on, young people, stand on up." Okay, so listen, y'all. Again, they listen. That's rock bottom. You, you can't go no lower. It's only up from here, Brody. And if you broke, as a joke, you can't get no more broker than you already are. It's only prosperity from here, Brody. And that's what we're claiming, bro. I'm not claiming be. anything elsewhere. 
bitches with. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. We really appreciate all of your support. Keep the energy because we will keep coming with the content. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, we are on all types of streaming platforms. We got Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a multitude of other podcast platforms. So please, please tune in. Yeah, we everywhere. We live. We live, babe. So make sure to tune in every Monday because we will keep posting a new episode. So expect that next week. Yes, yes, yes. And remember, tell your friends to tell their friends. To tell their men to tell his friends. To listen in. Turn on and tune in. And you know what, Bree Bree? Spin that outro. Bye. The caller you tried to reach does not have a voicemail box set up yet. Goodbye.